Welcome to episode 24 for Tuesday, December 1st, 2015, brought to you from Arlington, Texas. This week we'll be covering the Mead. Welcome to Brew Styles. My name is Sawyer, and together with Chris, Travis, and Eddie, we take on the world of beer one style at a time. Every week we discuss a different style of beer and taste some of our favorites. We hope you leave with a thirst for more. Our podcast can be found on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Look us up and subscribe to make sure you are kept up to date on our latest episodes. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at brew underscore styles. Drop by our website, brewstyles.com, where you can stream every episode, check out our photo gallery, and use the contact tab to send us comments and feedback. You can also find more information about the BJCP and how to become a certified beer judge. Settle in and raise a pint with us as we launch into another episode of Brew Styles. Well, welcome back, everyone. How's everybody doing? December. Yeah. You know what? Think about that. We started in June. Oh, my God. You started in June. <laughs> I, I joined. Your mom started in June. Uh, no. I, I believe it was March. I was born in February, so I don't think she... Never mind. So, anyway, so it's, that's awesome. Yeah. It's kind of neat. Six yeah. months. Yeah. We haven't been like kicked off the air yet or yeah and we haven't really had a decline in interest in doing this so yeah, it's no. actually gone up yeah, yeah. coming back yeah. for more yeah yeah i so. think our subscriber number is up to like 61 now is it really yeah. all right wow because <laughs> last week it was what like 40 something yeah wow so it's getting it's that's getting cool up. yeah yeah and if you're one of those that is a, su- a subscriber and you're listening then thank you yes if it. you're not why not? Subscribe. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Click that uh, click that subscribe button. What else do you have to do? Yep. Nothing. <laughs> Except just, listen to us talk just, about beer. Yes. And drink. Except with we're us. not talking about beer today. No. 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 We are talking about the mead. The which, mead. but before we move on to that, mm-hmm. what are we drinking all right now? I mean, we got right. some what delicious. Is in your cup? Some liquid sitting in front of us. This is one of my home brews. I call it Rancor Red mm. because it will eat your face. <laughs> Hey. Um, it's an imperial red. This one is the the third time I brewed it, and it uh, ended up a little low on alcohol. It's only eight point one percent. Hey man, but that's low. still pretty good. <laughs> you really can't taste it though. No, you can't. No, it's, it's very hidden. It's all. very, uh, very hoppy. Yeah, yeah. So that's good. I actually yeah. used a different dry hop for this one than I did in other iterations of it. I used Summit hops, which I've never used before. That's cool. Mm-hmm. So I get a lot more of the, um, like, fruity uh, characters out of it, which are interesting. It tastes like Mercado Juarez. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Not quite. It's kind of a a fruity, citrusy hop, I guess, because that's a lot of the the flavor and aroma that I get. Mm -hmm. Did you hop burst? No. No? No. I don't know if that would have much of an effect with this beer. I've only hop bursted one beer. Which one was that? My black IPA, what India Plagueis Ale. Oh, what is yeah. hop bursting? That's where you. There's no 60 minute bittering edition. Mm-hmm. Uh, you basically toss a crap ton of hops in the last like 10, oh. 15 minutes of your boil. Makes mm-hmm. sense. Okay. So 
basically the longer you boil your hops, the more bitterness you're going to get out of them. But if you just put a ton of hops in there, then you're going to get the same effect. Right. Um, well, this this bitterness that I'm getting from it is really good. I, I like this beer. <laughs> hey, there you go. It's <laughs> good. Thank you. Yeah. I, this I is like one this of my favorites. Uh, the first time I did it was extract, and oh, it good. was fantastic. And then the first time I tried to do all grain, it was not. So <laughs> it's getting be- it's getting better. Cool. Yeah, man. Well, good job. Thanks. Very nice. Yeah. Appreciate it. All right. It. So we're, we're glad to have Eddie and Sawyer back this week. Yeah. Uh, they, yeah. Uh, they both had a very big week on their own when they were off. Oh, uh, um, yes. Eddie purchased a second house. I did. I saw. <laughs> Granted, well, it's, a very, it's a very small house. Yeah. Very small. I purchased a casita. But, okay. Or casita. That's the way I would yeah, say it. A very, house. very mobile. On wheels. Mm-hmm. So congrats on that. Thank you. And then uh, Sawyer, I saw your pictures on Facebook, <laughs> where you and uh, you and your lady were dressed up. What was that about? Yeah, we went out and saw the Dallas Symphony Orchestra play the Planets. Oh, that was cool! It was absolutely phenomenal. Awesome. Yeah. What, how many times have you watched, have you seen the Planets? Uh, performed live yeah. once. Really? And that was this past weekend. Wow. Yeah. So it was it was great. That's neat. I yeah. bet it was out of this world. It, it, <laughs> God, I missed the puns. Um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. And the cool part about it was uh, getting to hear their uh, their uh, principal trumpet player play, uh, Ryan Anthony. Uh, he's a former mm-hmm. member of the Canadian Brass uh, Quintet. Okay. Awesome. So, yeah, man, cool. gosh, he sounded phenomenal. So, yeah. That's awesome. Good job, DSO. Nice. All right, well, let's talk about some mead. Yeah. All right, so this is going to be it's going to be a little bit of a different episode because typically we'll pick one specific style of beer and then focus directly on that. Um, but today we're just going to talk about mead in general. So there's uh, there's several different styles of mead, which uh, I'm just going to do a real quick overview. But we didn't necessarily pick just one. So uh, in essence, today if we were to do a beer episode like this, then we'd say, okay, today we're talking about beer. And then we just pick a bunch of ones. But uh, we are doing mead today. And the reason we didn't pick a very specific version of the, uh, of the mead is because, well, honestly, it's kind of hard to find the same selection of uh, different types of mead as it is for beer. So we're just going to kind of dip our toe into it. And if we like it, then we may come back uh, in the future and do a very specific style or That and they're super not. expensive, <laughs> depending on which one you get. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah they come in big bottles too. I, well, no, see, I almost picked up a twenty dollars regular size bottle. Wow. Yeah, we're probably going to get hammered. Uh, <laughs> they are higher in alcohol. Yes, mm-hmm. I think the lowest only has ten percent. Uh, mine's eighteen, I think. Yeah, I want to say mine's like fourteen or sixteen. I think mine's ten. Oh my god, or t- ten or twelve. Which we are all on a on Thanksgiving vacation right now, so. That's good. Five. Sorry, not 18. 10.5. Yeah, we, we get to go home and sleep. We all lined up uh, rides home, so <laughs> everything is good. Uber. We're excited for this. We're I'm, uber excited for this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't live very far from here, so yeah. it's pretty. He, he's going to the corner Uber right? his way to the yeah. bedroom. That the little, the little box on the corner? <laughs> yes. Okay. yes. Yeah. Eddie brought his second house here with him, so he's, <laughs> he's going to sleep he in the driveway. He just parked it on the street. I'm yeah. just going to go crawl in it. In the house. Well, so that's why we chose this style, and then... Uh, just, I'm going to real quickly go through all the different types and try to give you a quick description of what they are and uh, why it's called what it is. So there's, a, let's see, one, two, three, four different main categories of mead. Traditional mead, fruit mead, spiced mead, and specialty mead. 
And then under that, there's a few subcategories. So for traditional mead, you have split into three, dry mead, semi-sweet mead, and sweet mead. And I'll tell you what those mean in a bit. For the fruit mead, uh, basically all meads made with fruit is called a melomel. And then it breaks down even further from there. You have a sizer, which is a melomel made with apples, generally a cider. But all meads are made with honey-based. So that's the, that's the difference between a cider and a mead. You have a piment, which is a melomel made with grapes, generally from juice. Piments can be red, white, or blush, same as a wine. And many of these are going to have similar characteristics to a wine also. You have a berry mead, which is... Um, an intracategory for melomels made with berries such as raspberries, blueberries, blackberries, currants, black, red, and white, strawberries, boysenberries, elderberries, marionberries, mulberries, linguineberries, huckleberries, cranberries. Basically, if it has berry in the name, you can put it in there. And that's a berry mead. All right. Elderberries. Your father smelt of elderberries. Would you like a quick fun <laughs> fact that will take two seconds? Sure. <laughs> Apparently, if you're under the weather... Mead will help you feel a little bit better. All right. It says under the weather question mark. Take a glass of mead. Hmm. Honey, honey is good for you anyway. Mm-hmm. So right. So Travis. yeah, she always makes me feel nice when I. Oh yeah, I bet she does. Lucy, I'm <laughs> home. <laughs> we'll see if my uh, if my sound changes. I'm pretty stuffed up right now. Sound pretty nasally. Yeah, I'm sure you will. Honey is really good for allergy stuff. Mm-hmm. Do you do you mead some medicine? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are horrible. <laughs> Sometimes I think I miss it, and other times just like, yeah. Why? <laughs> if you hear me laugh uncontrollably, you'll know. <laughs> just for yeah, uh, I think you should just leave me be, so I can finish this. <laughs> Next is the stone fruit mead, which uh, stone fruit is basically a melon made with stone fruit, which is anything with a pit, like cherries, plums, peaches, apricots, mangoes. Some of that. And then a melomel is also a category, but that's for meads made with any fruit not associated with any other ones. So like maybe a combination of ones. You also have spiced mead, which uh, is broken up into two. Fruit and spiced mead, which has to contain one or more fruits or one or more spices. And you also have the spice or vegetable mead, which contains one or more spices, herbs, and vegetables, but not fruit. And then we finish with the specialty mead, which Bless is broken you. into three. We have something called a braggot, which is not me. Bless you. It is a mead made with malt. So that's like a that's like a beer, it's beer and a mead honey. mixed together. Right? Yeah. Ooh, that sounds tasty. And I'd love to find one of those sometime. I don't think is we that have one kind of like a burrito. You've had <laughs> Doctor Death's braggots. Yeah, I've had them before, but that's not something we have this evening. That is a Dr. Style. Death is a guy in our homebrew club. Oh. Yeah, it's it's interesting. <laughs> I've I've yet to join one year. I got we should meetings. I got hammered that night that I met him. <laughs> and then we went to TMB. Oh, he usually what? never brings a bottle that's less than twelve years old. Yeah, and, and I, I'm not going to be able to go to this next one either because I'm going to be out of town. That sucks. Dang well, it. this next one's our Christmas party. We don't have a December. Oh, oh yeah, I won't be there. I have a gig. Sorry. Anyway, continue. And then we have historical mead, which. Um, I mean, basically, those are ones that they don't fit in the other category, but they have historical roots, like a Ethiopian Tej, which is one that um, was featured on. What was it not Bruce Styles? I'm thinking of our own podcast. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> Dogfish Head Brew Masters. Oh. That one, oh. Brew Masters. Yeah, because yeah, there's one episode where he wanted he wanted to make a, a honey beer with like That's actual right. bits of bee still in it. Yeah, Ooh, and so they had to reference the Tej. 
mm. which is a historical Ethiopian version of uh, meat. But do you can you imagine how many bees that have to like try and like preserve or kill, you know, to, to do that in that large quantity? No bees were harmed in the making of these meads. True. True. <laughs> I'm just saying. Their homes are just stolen, but... Like, if you had to think about it, though, they wanted to use bits of bees. Yeah, well... Well, I mean, it, it, if you get any kind of honey, usually you'll get... Bit, well, at least... Uh, if you get my, my, unfiltered uh, honey, it's going to have chunks of stuff in my, it. My godfather has a bee farm, so I I get really fresh honey. <laughs> I know exactly Cause... where this is going. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything. What, what happened to his A-farm? Yeah. <laughs> yep. <sighs> C. <laughs> C-farm. <laughs> anyway, so we need to move on. Yeah, yes. There's that, and then the experimental mead, which is the catch-all category for anything else. If you just throw every kind of thing in there, like malts and spices and fruits and whatever flower petals then you just throw it in that category to be experimental cool so those are the uh that's the breakdown of these styles as far as the important attributes of a mead you're looking at mainly five different things sweetness now i mentioned earlier dry semi-sweet and sweet that refers to the amount of residual sugar still in the mead you're going to find a big difference between a dry mead to a sweet mead Similar to a wine, if you have a very dry wine, then it's going to be crisp and dry and bitter. You're not going to get much sweetness. But if you have a sweet wine, it's almost like a dessert wine. Think about the difference between those. Same thing with mead, and they have the the three different categories for that. Dry, semi-sweet, and then sweet. Uh, Carbonation, you can have a difference of three also. Still, so no carbonation at all. Petulant, which is uh, in between, and then sparkling. So think about like a, a champagne or a sparkling cider that's uh, very carbonated, very bubbly. So uh, there's a lot of similarities here between mead and wine. Yes. Mead is actually also called honey wine. So okay, you get so, a lot of the, I mean, they're essentially, you're using wine instead of grapes or some other kind of fruit. So let, instead of grapes. let me ask this for all the, the novice. What did I say? You said they're using wine instead of grapes. Oh. Yeah. They're using honey instead of grains. They're using beer instead of grains. <laughs> um, so for all the novices that are probably wondering out there, what is a meat? Is it wine or is it beer? It's, uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's the answer I expected. Well, I mean, it's called a honey wine. So right. I think it's probably closer to wine than, than beer. But sure. there is a separate category in the BJCP for mead. There's not mm. for wine. Right. So it's included really in both. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> to an extent. Yeah. It's one of those distant cousins that the BJCP didn't <clears throat> want to exclude. Right. I get you know, Wine has their own thing. They got uh, sommeliers and uh, uh, what's the other one? Cicerone. All those people that are really into it. And then the little meads and the cider lovers, they kind of were out in the cold. So mm-hmm. BJ, even though they're not, they're not beers, because I would consider a beer to be a beverage brewed with fermented and it's with malt mm-hmm. and hops mm-hmm. which so, these don't have malts or hops they can but they don't it's so they it's, it's honey it's, water it's it's kind of like barley wine then no no barley wine's still a beer with barley and hops then why do they call it wine because it's very high alcohol that's the only reason as far as i know 
You know, come back in like two or three weeks, and I think we're going to do a bottle <laughs> okay. one episode. Okay, cool. All right. I, it's, I'm it's, sorry. It's on our yeah. list to okay. do. Winter so time. This, I love this. this winter. winter month. <laughs> High five. Yeah, because we're going to get into porters and stouts and barley wines. And oh, my favorite. I plan right. on brewing a stout for that episode. Yeah, better have gotten started like last week. No, it's going to be an early aged. We're going to go through the process, man. We're going to go early aged, old age. Okay. <laughs> So talking about sweetness and carbonation. <laughs> and then, Where's uh, the bell, Eddie? He didn't ring the bell. I forgot it. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying I was to, I was a mile away from my house. I was like, oh, trying to get through this down. while I'm still cognizant. Then Go for it. We can waste time later. <laughs> he can waste time with your friends later. <laughs> strength: a mead can be categorized in three different strengths: hydromel, standard, or sack strength. <laughs> <laughs> He said sack. Yeah. <laughs> How Sawyer are you, drunk? I am Sawyer. That is a big cock. <laughs> no, I said sack. <laughs> so hydromel, obviously the prefix hydro, it's watered down, so it's going to be light. Standard strength and then sack, you know. Uh, if you think about a sack, it's always very sack. intense and heavy and and usually pretty full. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, especially if you put potatoes in it or no. Mark Wait, what are, you, what are you guys thinking of? <laughs> We're thinking uh, of drops. Oh, the sack. Sack. Is it S A C or S A C K? S A C K. Sack. Yep. And most <laughs> of the like meats we're going to have are going to be uh, higher than ten percent. They're usually pretty yeah. strong in alcohol. Mine's point five <laughs> higher than ten percent. <laughs> Uh, also, you needed to define the honey variety. I mean, some of them are going to be using wildflower honey or uh, some like orange orange blossom, lots of different things, and that changes it. And then uh, any special ingredients. Sometimes they use uh, spices or fruits or oak or you know, tea like bag. I mentioned earlier, malt. Yeah. So whatever. these came with a tea bag. <laughs> and they're good hot or cold. Oh, yes. His, his came with mulling spices. In a tea bag. Uh-huh. So um, that's kind of a, a brief overview of it. So would that make my Imperial Blonde a, no. a mead? <laughs> no. Can you use paradise seeds in this beer? Does it have honey? No, but it doesn't, have par- it doesn't have paradise seeds either. <laughs> you How could would it put be paradise mead? seeds and then it but would be it was a like, spice mead. Like 10 or 11%. I'm smiling right now. <laughs> a big spot and i'm shaking my head <laughs> <laughs> okay i'm sorry well let's go on did you call him hun all right i said let's go on oh. <laughs> i didn't call him hun I clearly that's a little let's, weird let's go hun <laughs> let's go hun yep. no so there's a uh <laughs> thank there's you kind Travis. of a big overview of that, all the meads that was a fantastic overview thank honestly you. we could split this up into like three four six different episodes yeah. which i wouldn't mind I don't but think. we would get so drunk maybe if we decide to do that later on but for right now we're just gonna this is our intro to mead we'll episode. see how this one goes as long as it's not pepper beer. goza goza was then, a long time ago yeah if, if we like it then we may come back in future episodes and say okay today we're talking about fruit mead we just but, we mead to ease our way into it yeah i agree <laughs> that's pretty sweet i mead more you? beer all right, Eddie, tell us a little bit about the history. All right, honeybee. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, mead is one of the world's oldest fermented beverages. 
Uh, ancient myths and writings throughout the world contain references, references, references to alcohol, alcoholic beverage. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> He's already been <laughs> dipping into the mead. Wow. <laughs> Chris is drunk. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. So, H- ancient myths and writings throughout the world contain references to alcoholic beverages that were drunk by both people and gods alike. Mead was a part of the rituals of the Celts, Anglo-Saxons, and Vikings. It was believed to have magical healing powers, even capable of increasing fertility. Mm. All right. (laughs) Hey, okay, so first, did we come up with a name? (laughs) name Not yet. Okay. His baby. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. That'll come later. I will have a major announcement after this episode. (laughs) All right. If that's what causes oh no so, the word honeymoon is derived from the practice of the newlyweds drinking mead for one month a moon after the wedding Ooh. if the mead was proper a son would be born nine months later aren't, a son aren't, aren't they wow aren't they all born travis? travis you have a wedding coming up right <laughs> is it nine months before you proposed before before <laughs> I proposed or after sorry January after. <laughs> January so and it's almost January it's 11 so, months later so after so. the wedding you're oh, going to yeah, have to know. drink mead for a month so you can have a son I'm unless not. he wants a daughter man well if he drinks mead he's going to have to have a son he's going to have to carry on the pollen name mm. Mm. he's going to have to pollinate <laughs> <laughs> the honey <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> My stomach hurts. Sting. I did sit-ups earlier. Oh. All right, so as uh, civilizations and agricultural resources grew, beverages such as wine made from grapes or other fruits and ale made from barley and wheat replaced mead in mar- many areas of the world. In northern Europe, where grapes were difficult to grow, mead remained popular until grape wine was imported from southern regions. The roots of the variations of mead we have today can be found in the cultures and agriculture of old. The practice of adding bitter herbs, uh, what is that, Groot? To mead, Buchanan. Groot, yes, I am Groot. (laughs) That is exactly where it comes from. Uh, Fruit? No, I don't know. Anyway, to mead began in the Middle Ages. Mixing grape and other fruit wines with mead can be traced to Roman times. I'm pretty sure Groot is supposed to be a fruit. Did you say to mead? I'm not quite so sure. I don't know. Could be. <laughs> anyway, uh, eventually agricultural crops such as grapes, grains, and hops became the preferred ingre- ingredients for alcoholic beverages such as wine, beer, and ales. So uh, that's that's pretty much the history for it. Well, that, there's a lot more history, but this is a really abbreviated history for it. Uh, it, it goes a while back. So a while. Oh, I'm gonna a picture of you guys in my poop whenever I poop later. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> that was after Thanks. the hops, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, Thanks for that awesome history, Eddie. You're very welcome. Sir. I enjoyed it thoroughly. I'm ready for this mead. Yeah, let's I'm do it. So, which one are we starting with? I think we need to take a quick break. Sure. Okay. Yeah, beer. <laughs> no. Yeah. 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 Mead. <laughs> All right, so we have to our first mead here. This is Chaucer's Mead. We're Ooh, gonna, it's gluten-free. 
We're going to die. All right. We should be healthy and drink mead. So this is a gold medal from the California State Fair. Delicious wine made from 100% pure honey. It's got 92 points, uh, for those of you that go by that rating. Points? By the uh, Wine Enthusiast magazine. So Is this like the uh, PBR of mead, then? Since it got a ribbon at the <laughs> so we got State P- Fair? So we got PBR, PBR and NPR. <laughs> oh, yes, we uh, do. It's still a nice and now tasty nod to brewing history. <laughs> Thank you, Travis. Oh, my God. Yeah. NPR. That's such NPR. Yes. Classic. <laughs> it's okay. We love uh, you. So, uh, I, I kind of, I get a spice smell to it. I just can't tell what spices they are yet. Did it say uh, anything like in the label honey. about adding? Yeah, I mean, I Would this honey. just be a, a stock traditional mead? This, uh, yeah, actually it says, um, it, it came with a couple of tea bags. <laughs> Believe it or not, I actually get honey and mint so in the aroma. So sax drink, like like toothpaste. Okay. Yeah, I get a lot of a lot of honey. Is this a sweet mead? Yes, yes, it is. Okay, because the aroma is kind of sweet. Yeah, so uh, it came with two spice bags. Um, so they're not tea bags; they're spice bags. Uh, and I won't read these instructions for it's you, a tea but bag. basically, you you heat it up and uh, cook it with some. So you spices. can drink hot mead, uh, hot yeah. spiced mead. Hot mead. I actually want to try that. Yeah, it's like die. breathing in Tamiflu. If you're listening, and we don't have an episode next week, <laughs> the mead killed us. Yes. Well, it doesn't smell bad. It smells good. Uh, it does. I do pick up the honey. I don't know if I pick up the, the mint, though. Yeah, it's like a toothpaste smell. I, it's really <laughs> odd. I mean, it's not bad. I like the toothpaste smell because it's clean, but, you know. Maybe this it's the alcohol? It could be, that. probably is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just get honey. That's what that's what I meant when I said Tamiflu. It's because it's it's not medicinal. Oh, oh Tamiflu. But yeah. you know, that's it would be like a hot, <clears throat> a hot honey tea that has some uh, Theraflu, some heat to it. Right. I think Tamiflu is different. All right. Theraflu. I think they're both the same. Well, let's uh, let's let's taste. <laughs> I shot the Tam. I already did. I oh, oh my god, it's really good, man! It is pretty good. I, it tastes kind of like apple juice. Yeah, I was gonna say that. It's, Ooh, it's kind of fruit. I, I definitely pick up apple in the aftertaste. What was it? That is delicious. Fair bit of sweetness, so I definitely yeah, say this is a, yeah, it's sweet. It's probably a sweet. Now this doesn't have. Okay, here we go. Ten and a half percent. This is delicious. I don't get any heat at all. I don't either. It's very hidden. Um, you can kind of feel the warmth afterwards, but uh, a little bit. And I guess in the aroma, we pick up the alcohol, but not, I don't pick it up in the in the taste very much. I, I get a little bit, but not yeah, not as much as I go for not as much as I do for other wines. Yeah, yeah. I, you get more tannins, obviously, out of other wines like red wines or, or fruit wines. You don't get any because there's no like husk or not husk, skin. There's no grape skin or anything. That's where you get most of your tannins from in wine. So, right. but this is a lot smoother. It's sweeter, mm-hmm. easy to drink. Yeah, wow, I would buy this again. This so really good. this is really good. I like this one. Speaking of easy drinking, what is our poundability rating? <laughs> oh, my poundability rating. <laughs> yes, yes, he added it. Okay, my poundability rating. Oh uh, man, I mean, I give this like a two or a yeah. three. 
I definitely can chug this. <laughs> it's too you, sweet. Eddie, you can chug this? No, I couldn't. Oh, oh, sorry. I thought you said I, could. I would, but I couldn't. Pound this better than most. I say four. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with three. Yeah, I'm going to go with three as well. You know what? I'm going to go against the grain and say eight. Oh, oh it's too sweet. I five. Well, yes, it is. But at the same time, it's also pretty dang good. Pretty, pretty smooth. Yeah. it's. Yeah. Um, it tastes a lot like a cider. It doesn't know. It tastes like apple juice. It doesn't have the carb- carbonic bite like cider does. Yeah, I well, agree. Well, I, I said it tastes. I was talking about mouthfeel. Yeah, so this, this will like be a, a still. There's no carbonation yeah. at all. Mm. It uh, It's very clear, so it's probably crystal yeah. clear. Yeah, it looks uh, like pee. Strength. <laughs> I'm guessing standard strength, 10%. It sounds like meads can go pretty high up there. Right. So I guess that uh, semi-sweet, too sweet on the sweetness for sure. Eddie, did you pee in this? But we don't to. think it. We don't think there's any like fruit or spices added to it. We're just no. getting some of those, uh, mm-hmm. you know, just as byproducts of the whole process. Uh, and this was chilled when we brought it in, but it's more or less room temperature now. Yeah, it's, it's a little bit cooler than room temperature. I maybe, think, but when it's room temperature, it tastes pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it doesn't need to be ridiculously cold. Yeah, I mean, uh, wines are kind of weird. Most beers you're gonna drink. You know, fifty-five or less degrees. The stouts being on Fahrenheit. the warmer side, yeah, for, Fahrenheit for, for our, yeah, not Celsius. <clears throat> fifty-five Fahrenheit or less with the stouts being at the top end of that. Mm-hmm. Wines, red wines are more more or less room temperature, maybe sixty degrees. Mm-hmm. White wines you'll serve chilled. I don't know about mead. <laughs> I think it's supposed to be around. The same, 60 degrees or so? Beat it. Just beat it. Yeah, I mean, you kind of think, since it's similar to a white wine, it would follow that that you could drink it chilled. Yeah. But then this one, could use, it also said on there you could drink it uh, hot, hot whenever you use the tea bag. You know, this is this would probably be really good hot because it's so oh, yeah. sweet. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think oh, so. Yeah. You know what this reminds me of is a white Ziffendale wine. Never had it. No. Yeah. A little bit. It's like, it's like a, it's more like a pink wine. That'd be a blush. Yeah, that's it. Um, yeah, maybe that was so. My nickname it's in college, blush or pink wine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so Eddie, you said you wanted to buy this one again. I would buy it again. Yeah, I will try it I'm hot. Have it hot. Yep. With the the tea bag. Let us know how it goes for you. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna tea bag this wine. That was a big talk. <laughs> this is pretty good. I like this one. Yeah, I like this mead. Uh, I don't know if I want to finish all of it and have to finish the rest of them too. This is dangerous. Yeah, ten and a half percent. We're gonna die, and it's only yeah. go up higher from here. That's true. All right, I'm ready. It's a good start. We're yeah, gonna I'm die. Ready. I'm definitely not gonna taste any more of your red ale, red IPA though. That's okay. So should we go on to the Huajilla next? Who would you what? Who Wahia. would you Wahia. No, that's who That's definitely Wahia. Who, who did what? Who did what? This is Murka. That says who Well, I heard what you said. It's Travis's, so let's let him introduce it. Okay. Well, we're starting with our first official Texas mead Ooh. from Texas. Mm. Yes, this is from Austin, Texas, and it's from the Meridian Hive Meadery, produced and bottled by. And this is uh, their Wahia. It's just silent. Who would Jilla? Wa- Try it again. Yeah. Wahida. There you there go. Who would Jilla, for those of you that don't, are not uh, 
Latin persuasion. <laughs> and it says uh, it's basically just a mead made with wajia honey. Wajia. Man. Wajia. Huajilla. Yeah. It's like a jalapeno. It, uh, pepper beer. <laughs> oh. There's a little description on the back. All right, pepper beer. Insert Tangent. Tangent. No. Well, get, yeah. Okay. What? What is it? Let's get what if we brewed one of these as a pepper mead? <laughs> Try that. Let me know how it works out for you. I would you be know, happy with, to. With a, a green bell pepper, I don't think it would taste that bad. This uh, traditional mead <laughs> showcases the mild wahia honey originating from southwest Texas. You can expect light hints of citrus, apple, and spice developed into a soft floral character that ends with a smooth, clean finish. This rings in at... 13.2%. All I get are strong alcohol. hints of alcohol. Oh my God. <laughs> did you say hops? Alcohol. No, no, no hops. Travis. No, no hops. Uh, what did you say? 13.2%. No, before that, you were describing Out. the. Oh, citrus, apple, and spice develop into a soft floral character that ends with a smooth, clean finish. Oh, I don't know. No hops. It does. What uh, in there sounded like hops? I don't know. <laughs> it oh. calls it a off dry mead, which is in between dry and semi sweet. That was not listed on the BGC. So semi dry. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. All right, we'll see what we got. It the, smells like alcohol. Yeah, very yeah. clear. Uh, maybe a touch of carbonation, but not much. It, it's pretty still on top. When he first poured it, there were some bubbles, but they. <laughs> I, I would call this still. Yeah, it's definitely still. I, I don't get any kind. Of- I get alcohol. 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 Yeah. Alcohol. yeah. I mean, you still get a, a hint of the honey and the aroma, like but. Wine. But yeah, there's a lot of alcohol there. Oh. Yeah, not not like a cheap tequila kind of alcohol aroma, but it it's definitely got stings the nostrils. Oh my! Now see, I do get the semi sweet, or oh. I guess semi dry. Yeah, they said off. off dry. There's a little bit of sweetness there, but the rest of it's just honey and then alcohol heat. Yes, but more on the back end. The, oh my! The, which what's on the back end? The sweetness. <laughs> See, I get it more in the middle. I do too. Oh, hmm. oh my! It starts in the middle, but I, I get the, the I get honey, the sweetness, aftertaste. then heat. I get honey, and then oh my! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> what in the? Oh my! How did See, I know I, that was coming? I get the alcohol in the front end. Really? I, I don't. Hmm. Not not so much in the back end. I can't tell you're wrong. Yeah, no, no, no. it's just different. Maybe he's drunk. <laughs> I do get I a, a fairly feeling. good uh, honey flavor. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, s- some other interesting notes. If, if you do think about what they had on the back, like uh, like citrus and floral, you can't get some of that. Uh, there is a big alcohol. Is there apple? And heat. Yes. It does, okay, say, yeah. it does say soft. I, I kind of get a green apple taste. Kind of so- like the last one. The last one had some appleness yeah. to it. Yeah. yeah, this one, it's got a little bit, not as much as the last one. but Yeah. Just a little bit. Yeah. I, I think I get more of a honey on this one than the last one. This bottle, man. I'm, I'm going to go home and put honey on a green apple and see what it tastes like. Hmm. This It'll bottle. Be like caramel, caramel apple, but a honey apple. I'm going to send a picture of you guys of my poop whenever I poop later. <laughs> Is that the only one you have for me? <laughs> <laughs> it works on everything, though, because you're going to put some honey on the apple and then send us a picture yeah, of, what she of the said. poop. <laughs> Uh, this bottle looks ridiculous. Yes, we know. Yeah, it's Sawyer. a cool-looking like bottle. <laughs> it has a very long neck. <laughs> long. Well, it does. Narrow, thin. 
I would be interested to try these different honeys. The Wahia honey versus... I don't know what the other one was. A yeah, regular, what could regular po- honey. What could possibly be the difference? I, I don't mean, know. I mean, honey is honey. Different know? bees. Uh, it, 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 there is Bull. actually a really big difference. Really? Uh, because the, the bees get their, the whatever they make their the honey from, the, the sugars. Nectar. From different kind. Yeah, their nectar from a lot of different kinds of flowers. So mm. depending on what, what kind of flower and whatever they feed off in the area is there's most of, mm. that's what their honey is going to taste like. Because I know my my godfather, the honey he gets, he actually purchased a, a piece of land that had a, I don't know, a specific kind of flower there, so he can get that specific taste because hmm. uh, it sold more. But that there is there's a really big difference. I actually know someone that that fed their honeys from old ice cream. Fed their honeys. The, fed their well, bees. Fed their bees. <laughs> I yeah. do that every night. Th- this is very <laughs> good. <laughs> They, Bo, Eddie, are you drunk? They, right, they, feed, they feed their bees with uh, old ice cream. Bull. So they, they can actually have like a chocolate honey, a vanilla Weird. honey. It, yeah. Chocolate rain. Really good. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. But it's it's really cool. I, I, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. You know, after, after at are least Are those bees these... from Harlem? The chocolate honey? <laughs> Oh my! After drinking at least the two meads that we've had so far, I'm really intrigued, and I wouldn't. I, I want to. I want to try and make a mead. This would be really good. Yeah. So, get some get some honey from your. Oh, I've got at least five gallons of it so. already. Yeah. I got a well, recipe for it. What about from from what I understand later. when you're when you're making meads, and correct me if I'm wrong, because Travis, I think you tried to make a mead a while back. Mm-hmm. Um, it's measured in pounds okay not volume so it's like four pounds of honey for whatever size batch you know whatever like that so well, i have I've, how I, i'm curious to know how many pounds five gallons of honey is a lot because the thing's heavy as crap <laughs> so we right. did not check the explicit box is, is that a better one? he saved it <laughs> it's all good so when you're travis i know oh, we'll probably talk about ingredients and you know recipes and stuff later but your mead that you did do you remember how many pounds of honey it's 15 15 pounds yeah, for, for a five, five gallons mm-hmm. interesting all right well we'll get more to that later I'm, yeah. I'm assuming so any other any other thoughts on on the wahia i'm buzzed it's good <laughs> it's it's good it's a, it's definitely not the same as a chaucer chaucer's is really sweet and this one's got that alcohol yeah, it really does have the alcohol so, yeah. flavor to it. It's hard the to hide The difference between this one. 10 and what was it? 13. 13. That's a big See, difference. But I don't think it's just the, the, the alcohol, the ABV in it. It's more of what it's how it's made. Mm, uh, could be, yeah. Possibly. Yeah. Maybe the, the uh, temperature it's fermented at and, yeah. you know, how long it fermented. I mean, all those things are a factor in that. What, as far as beer, I don't know. What temperature would you ferment this at, roughly? Do you know? I don't know. We'll talk about that in the homebrew okay. <laughs> session of... It's yellow. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. It is very yellow. Light Light beer. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to uh, get into our next one. Eddie actually has to leave us yeah, for the Eddie evening. Man. I do. I'm Helen DeVille, Eddie, writing. <laughs> yep. 
after it, after those two. If the last one was a three, this one's like a two. One. Yeah. <laughs> two, one or two. 1.5. I'm not going to say eight for this. No. <laughs> one. What a little lower. <laughs> Which would be? Four. <laughs> So half. Yeah. It's, it's, well, it's, well, that's a big difference. Yes, it is a big difference. Yeah. It's so, a little hot. So. Where we're going to take a, another quick little break. I yeah. There's going to be breaks between all of these meets. Probably. <laughs> so we can take yeah. another break and uh, get our next one out, and Eddie's going to leave us because he has somewhere to be. Yeah, peace. So. Somewhere See to you guys be. later. Bye, peace. Eddie. See we you love when you. We get back. All right. Before we start, I guess I want to draw attention to my shirt. Firewheel. Firewheel. Yes, because. I am wearing a shirt of a brewery in North Texas that has opened and closed yeah. within the past few years. Yeah, so it's closed now. Like, like yeah. what's the deal with that? Well, you know, it's it's kind of neat that, uh, for, I mean, for the longest time we had two breweries in North Texas, RAR and Franconia, and then all of a sudden the uh, the craft beer renaissance happened, and we started getting all these other places opening up in, in Dallas and Fort Worth, and now Arlington's got some, and then Grapevine, all over. There's there's a ton of them. And now we have officially lived in a time where a brewery has opened and then subsequently closed in North Texas. Firewheel um, is no more. They served the last pint, I think it was about a week ago. Wow. So now my shirt is one that uh, is historical. I wonder if I can find so that shirt online. I need to get a shirt. <laughs> I never got to go to Firewheel. That's like my, Actually, I didn't my Covey shirt. Oh, man. We need to get shirts. I wear my Covey shirt with pride because it no longer exists. Let's get shirts. Okay. Anyways. Well, that's cool. I mean, not, yeah. that's not, it's actually terrible that they closed down. It's I sad. mean, I, I really wish I could have tried their beer. But it's neat that we have so much in our area now that places can open and close. And Yeah. Well, we got one opening up here in Arlington pretty soon. So, Actually, a few. Yeah. Oh, a few now. Yeah. Really? Three, right? Three plus the one we already have that's about to open. Well, we got Division, no. which is going to open up. Uh, I think that's the first one's going to open up. They need yeah. to email me. Then there's one uh, legal draft or legal beer company, legal draft company. Really? That one is in the downtown area, and I just wrote a blog about that a couple weeks ago. We need to open one. Those are the only two I've heard of. Hmm. Interesting. Chris has heard of another one. I think it's called Catbox Brewing or something. Oh, yeah, that's right. Was there not a third one? I don't know. Those are the two I know. I thought there was a third one. I, I might be mistaken. I don't know. Anyway, Sawyer, tell us about this new <laughs> mead that we're going to be drinking. So Actually, the, it's a Melomel. Right. Isn't it the same thing? All Melomels are meads brewed with fruit. There we go. Okay. But not all meads are Melomels. Yeah. Right. It's like, you This know, is a Melomel. Right. All okay. squares are rhombuses, but not all rhombuses are squares. There Rhombus, that's a fun word to say. <laughs> it also has a silent H, like Wahia. That's kind of like saying Huajilla or Rhombus. God, we picked the wrong episode to make weird sounding words. A pound bill rating. Tell us about this one. Okay, so, so this is uh, from Moonlight Meadery. And it's called Desire. Desire. And uh, this is uh, brewed in Londonderry. Londonderry. There we go. Londonderry Air. Londonderry, New Hampshire. Oh. I can't get over how much this bottle sounds like a bottle of cologne from Calvin Klein. Desire. Moonlight Mead. Mm. In the world. Anyways. Hot bod. 
<laughs> Desire. Bod, Bodman's brief. Desire for Moonlight Meadery. Meadery. Wow. Uh, it's brewed with honey, black currant, black cherry, and blueberry. Fun stuff. And interesting. It has drumroll, please. It has an ABV of six point sixteen point seven. Wow. Anyway. So this would be a berry mead because it has curant and it had current. Curant. 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 Is it French? And black. Well, it's not, cur- it's not currants. This beer currently has currants. And what else? Blackberry. Blackberry. Black cherry. Black cherry. Black- oh, black cherry is a stone fruit. So if so you were to, inter- yeah, because it bru- is it then this wow. one? This is a mellow mel. This one would be oh, stone well, fruit. What good. is a stone fruit? I don't anything know. has a anything pit. has a pit. A he said that in the style guidelines. Oh, You're not paying yeah. attention. No, not to that particular point. So yeah, the fact this has berries and something that has a pit. I saw who would make it on a bottle, and I zoned out. Mellow mel. A mellow Did I not mel. say that when I first when we first started this? No, did, I got yes. that part. Okay. But, yes. But you can say a melomel because that's the word for any mead that has fruit in it. But is there also a subcategory melomel? I don't know your level of intensity. Sixteen <laughs> percent, apparently. <laughs> How Chris are you drunk? I'm not. Yeah, that's melomels. Fruit meads made with any fruit, not normal. associated with other fruit. Maybe a combination of fruits, multiple fruit and mead, and categories such as grapes and stone fruit. So yes, if you have multiple. Uh. Travis is drunk. If yeah. you have multiple <laughs> berries slash stone fruits mixed together, then you can enter as a melomel. Cool. So as I said when we first started this section, this is a melomel. All right, crack it open. <laughs> All it right. was corked. <laughs> it's a corked can. That's it's new. a corked bottle. Anyway, this is I'm going to do that every episode. This is very dark. The other, the others were clear, and it's yellow. No, this one's yeah, purple. Clear and yellow. This purple. one is purple. Not purple. Wait. If you hold up the light, you can get a little bit of like ruby. rosiness. Ruby. ruby. It's not necessarily clear. It's a little, little cloudy. Now, was it uh, the double episode? You said ruby. Yes. This is ruby. I didn't get ruby out of that. Well, you didn't hold up the light. Yes, I did. Purple. I had the right. Uh, I had the right vantage point to the window at that point. There's a with lamp the sun, over there. The sun setting over the uh, the Arlington skyline on our my 50, fence on our 53rd floor penthouse. Studio. 53rd, isn't that unlucky? No, that's 13. Oh. Anyway, yeah. this is one. We're this one's definitely bone, ruby. Like a. <laughs> yep, dark. I've had some bubbles that have set on top, uh, and they haven't gone away. So I would not call this still. I also would not call it sparkling. I it, get heat. This is probably the middle one, the uh, petulant. Uh oh. As far as carbonation. Ooh. We have. Oh my. He's oh making my. A face. Oh, oh my. Wow, I just took a, fla- a, a sip of, of that flavor and it's. Oh, I oh like my. this. You like I it? like this a lot. Oh, does it have heat? I like this beer. <laughs> I like this mead. Yeah. There's a new drop for you, Travis. You know what? It's very strong dark fruit. Oh my! What's the aroma? Oh. I kind of skipped over that because I really wanted to taste yeah, it. That's really dang good. Dank, good. 
The the aroma is okay. So the aroma, I get some dark cherry, a little bit of blackberry, but it's not like it's not in your face, right? It, I get it's, it's kind of subdued. I get alcohol in the aroma. Yes, I get a lot I, of honey, and surprisingly, more honey in this than in the other ones. I get alcohol. I, I just out this does not have this does not have the uh, the cider or the apple characteristics you know, that the latter one said. Like I a just, somebody, I get lots of alcohol. I agree, Travis, that this does not have the apple cider no. that the other two have. Well, this one I, doesn't have I, apple in it. Can I? <laughs> The first taste is with your eyes. I agree that it does not have the apple cider, but I don't get as much honey in this as the other two. The other two were very much more honey-based. I think the black cherry and black, what was it? Blackberry. That one are more... Yeah, this this is like fruit. Yes. In your face, fruit. In your face. The other two were honey, sweet, kind of dry. Not, not super dry, but... Honey, like it was very predominantly honey. Ooh. This one is fruit, like in your face, fruit. Pucker up on the sides of your mouth, fruit. Yeah, I get a little like initial tartness, hey. but that's from the first sip. I think the reason I like this so much is because it's very similar to some of the sours, like the darker rouge sour beers that I've had. This is very similar to that, but it's not sour. It's extremely tart, but not sour. And I'm using lots of hand gestures. Because yeah, see, this reminds me of, like, Grandma's bathroom. No, not even sour? close. Sour? I, 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 I no. think Travis and I might be drunk. Possibly. Yeah. Well, I don't know. What do you think We've about always known that, that I hold Travis. my alcohol a little bit better than y'all, but that's okay. Aren't no, you, like, part good. Irish? Scottish. Scottish. I'm not even buzzed yet. Do we have a rebuttal? Rebuttal. I'm part Indian. What? It's yellow. It's not yellow. Like it's, like Native American. It's almost black. I'm going to continue the rest of the episode through only drops. Okay. <laughs> so you don't have to talk. <laughs> I, I'll talk for All right. Go for it. All right. I like this mead a lot. Or, I'm sorry. This melamel. I like this melamel a lot. This yeah, is there's, fantastic. Yeah, there's a lot of good things that are happening with this. Um, even though it is... Uh, 16.7%. I don't necessarily get that uh, through the taste or any any kind of perception of it at all. There's so many more flavors that are coming through in this as far as the uh, like the just the multitude of berries and then other sweetnesses that are coming through. It covers any kind of heat or alcohol or any like fusel yeah. notes. That yeah, I agree. Get. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. And it's so sweet. I like, desire this mead. Yeah. Well, you know what? It's called desire. <laughs> desire. Desire for men. Hey, use your NPR voice. And say what? Desire. I did that already. No. Desire. No, that's not very NPR. <laughs> it's now a sweet and pleasant nod to mead history. It's now a sweet and slightly tart nod to meeting <laughs> we did not check the experience. Oh, I hit the wrong, wrong one. <laughs> meeting? Is that what you call it instead of brewing? Meeting? Kneading? No, that's that what sounds we do every like, week. We get together and we... That sounds like kneading, like in a massage. That's kneading with a K. That's what I just said. Like kneading. That's why I said meeting with an M. <laughs> On Fridays, we get together and we... We need. We sit at the conference table and we have a... Meeting. I need mead. We have a meeting. <laughs> 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 
Oh my. There's a lot going on with this mead. This is probably my favorite one of the night so far. I, I like I this agree. mead. Yeah, Wait. I'll go shh, shh, shh. Where is this? Shh, shh, shh. You said New Hampshire? New ha- London, London Dairy. Dairy. I like this mead. I do like this uh. mead, though. There's a lot of fruit, a lot of dark tartness going on. It's fantastic. Here's what on the side of the bottle it says. Clear Enticing. bottle. Complex blend of blueberries, black cherries, and black currants. Balanced with a basic element of mead, honey, water, and yeast. Our flagship mead, Desire, is a must with cheeses, Italian dishes, rich, saucy meat dishes, or with Belgian chocolates. When you said must, I thought like winemaking, not must as in a have to have. I thought musty. <laughs> yeah, I think I forgot to put on deodorant and that's what... You're smelling, but sorry. On top of that, this is a this is a must mead because well, I mean, when you're brewing and it's not fermented, it's called wort. When you're making wine, it's called must. So that's why I thought that. But anyway, uh. me wanting to make a mead after drinking this that's changed. I want to make a blackberry mead. I think I'll start with the mead first, just to say that I made a mead and make sure that that mead tastes good with a chili pepper and. No, you can do that. And then this I'm going to add... This not blackberries in it at all, though. It said blueberries, currant... Blueberry, black cherry, and black currant. Currant is similar to a blackberry. As far as I understand, they're essentially the same thing. Okay. Um, uh, anything else about this mead you would like to say? It's desirable. It is very desirable. I like this a lot. I um, like this mead. So far, this is my favorite one. <laughs> I agree. And you're welcome. <laughs> Thank you, because I'm probably going to go buy this at some point. You're welcome. <laughs> it's in the dessert aisle at Total Wine. I think all of these were. <laughs> yes. Actually, when we went to Total Wine, there's uh, the dessert wines, the ports, and the meads are all in the same section. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Yeah. So we have another Texas meadery. See. This is Texas Mead Works. See. Based out of Seguin, Texas. See. 78155. See. <laughs> That's near San Antonio, right? I believe so. This Seguin. one's uh, semi sweet mead, 12% okay. alcohol by volume. Our semi sweet mead is made with our proprietary blend of honey. This mead has a balanced honey taste with a light sweet finish. Our semi sweet mead will age well for 5 to 10 years. So after 11 years, don't even try it. It doesn't say that part. I made it up. Ah. It's yellow. <laughs> yes, that is the color that yes. we were looking at. It's very clear. A uh, light amount of carbonation. Very similar. Really? I didn't get any carbonation. I've got residual bubbles at the top. I, I do think too. that's just pouring bubbles. Well, I, yes. just, I don't know. I mean, there are no bubbles that are continually coming from the bottom of the glass. Right. So bottom, I don't think that's carbonation. Bottom. I think that's oxygen from being poured. That's not carbonation. I also can't call it still because there's white stuff at the top. This is really cold. <laughs> yes, it's been in the fridge. This smells similar to the first one, the Chaucer's. Okay. It's slightly spiced. Not the Huagilla. But with, no, but with a lot of... But with, a, yeah, a lot of residual yeah. sweetness. So they say semi-sweet, but I get a lot of sweetness in the aroma. I'm I do too. I'm interested to see what it tastes like. Me too. Oh, this the flavor has something that the other ones have not. Interesting. Whoa. Is that agave? I get a, a, like a fair bit of spice to this. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. 
It Which were, the Chaucers came with those tea bags of spice. I wonder if that would kind of <laughs> add the spice in. This okay. So all of these they're supposed to be honey, but I get a lot of apple, green apple character. Not not quite cider apple, but like a. I don't know. This one is like apple pie. That's what this tastes like to me. Yeah, it's like brown sugar and maybe cinnamon, a touch yeah. of that. There's yeah. something to this, though, that the other ones did not have. Mm-hmm. You know what this reminds me of? <laughs> um, Stop raising your hand. That's oh. going to be a drop. <laughs> I, I, I would just want to be polite. Anyways, you know what this reminds me of? What, Sawyer? This reminds me of Revolver Brewery's Sidewinder. What? Yes. Did we have that one? We did. Yeah. Like episode one? A long time That's ago. That's a pale ale. It was a pale ale. Yeah. How does this remind you? It's of the aftertaste that really reminds me of it, to be honest. I, no, I'm being completely serious. It. Well, you know, I it, can't tell you you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, I see, this reminds me of like grandma's bathroom. <laughs> More so that than right, a pale yeah. ale. But no, but like for real though. The tail end of this reminds me of the agave nectar that's in the Sidewinder beer. Okay. Are you yelling? I don't mean to yell. I'm sorry. I'm trying to back away. Anyways. Talk soft. I'm okay. I can hear you. Anyways. Uh, this reminds me of the agave nectar in the Sidewinder. Well, now sounds stupid. Just turn his mic down. And talk then, at a normal level. And then he can talk normally. <laughs> but for real though, like this really doesn't remind me of the agave. Okay, nectar. so what's agave nectar? Like, I'm, if you had to put it into words, what does agave nectar taste like? Hold that thought. Do you even know what agave nectar tastes like? Okay, so I know I don't. It doesn't taste like Mercado Juarez. No, it does not taste like Mercado Juarez. No. Okay, so here's what I noticed between the two. Okay, it's it's the. It's the sweetness yet the spice combined. That's what I notice. Because the Sidewinder, whether we want to say yes or no to that fact, it did have a little bit of spice to it with the agave nectar. And the sweetness at the same time. This one has that exact same profile to me. Hmm. I get the spice, but it's more like, like Travis said, cinnamon... Maybe, yes. I'm I, I'm gonna stick to my guns on the apple pie thing. I uh, I mean, to get the sweetness behind it, but there's also the a little bit of spice. I mean, I agree with that too. But at the same time, I still get the agave. Still, be, just because of the spice. Be it's 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 like a it's like a um, it's like a uh, what's the word for it. Um, an inharmonic. There we go. Oh yeah, it's like an inharmonic. You have one Ooh. pitch that has two different note names. Yes. Okay, so we have one flavor that has two different names. Is that our ten dollar word for the day? C. <laughs> <laughs> but I get what you're saying. Okay, thank you. But what what is <laughs> one flavor to somebody could be a different flavor. Oh no. Just like when I'm looking at the color blue. How do I know it's the same color you're seeing, Green. even though we both call it blue? Brown. Does no, that make sense? I That's compl- some like deep cerebral stuff no, right there. Yeah, I but, completely agree with you know, that. I was thinking about this earlier today, too, because actually it was last night when we when I went to the, uh, the BJCP makeup class because we were talking about flavors, and somebody said 
floral and spicy. We were talking about hops. And I was like, well, what I perceive to be floral and what somebody else perceives to be floral, at some point somebody had to say, that's floral or that's spicy. And you equate that flavor to that word. Right. Regardless of if we were to have the same thing, not knowing what it was supposed to be. Sure. And had never had something similar to it. Right. And that word had not been equated to that flavor. Would we call it the same thing? Oh, no, yeah, I, I get if that. If somebody in elementary school hadn't told you that's the color blue, the sky is blue, how would you know what blue is? That's a conversation for Pot Styles, our sister <laughs> podcast. <laughs> but I'm just saying, you Dude. say... Yeah. What if chicken didn't taste like chicken? It tastes, tastes like, like pizza. <laughs> but what I'm saying is what what you perceive to be agave nectar, I don't pick that up because no. I don't I can't say that I've had agave nectar to know what that tastes like. And I completely agree with you. I get that. I'm just saying like that's just what I get. I'm not disagreeing with you. No, I know. And I I know that we're all going to have differing opinions at one point or another. That's just what I get. Yeah. You know, I, there's, it's just that simple. You know, it, for me, it's, yeah. So then equate it. that to something that he experienced in the Sidewinder beer is similar to what we're experiencing in this one. Right. You know, whether it's the agave nectar portion of it or not, but there is something that he's relating. You know, these, these two have some sort of similar effect. But then I would argue the point, had you had Sidewinder and not known that they had agave nectar in it, would you have picked up on agave nectar? Yes, because... Because on the label it says agave nectar. No. (laughs) Well, no. Okay, when you put it like that, no. But since I did read the label, yes. So I wonder how similar agave nectar is to honey. Well, maybe we should compare this to to, to, uh, Sidewinder. In in the fact of flavor, not, not hops. If I had a Sidewinder to pull out, I would. I used to. But I don't. I don't either. Because I drank them all. <laughs> I will take it off. Please don't. Oh, man. Is Travis wearing pants, though? Yes. Okay. Travis, <laughs> me and Sawyer have been talking about agave nectar versus honey. So what's your opinion on yeah. this beer? No, no Or this pressure. mead? No pressure. Well, I can't necessarily say that I get agave nectar or anything. Yeah, I can't either. Um, I did... And I think I said this as soon as I tasted it, that I got something very different from the rest of them, that this does have a fair bit of uh, apparent spice mm-hmm. that the other three did not have. You know, Granted, the uh, the desire or passion, whatever it's called. Desire. Passion. Desire. desire. Man. Want. In a world. Lust. <laughs> Um, I'd like to add something. That's that one. Did you raise your hand? That again? one. No, I wasn't finished. Let him finish. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That I'm one sorry. had a lot of like different fruits and stuff. It was a yeah. different style. And yes. It was meant to be. Uh huh. Uh-huh. So then this one, I didn't mm-hmm. read the label, mm-hmm. but yeah, judging by the, like the look and the appearance, it's probably similar to the uh, the Chaucer and the Huajilla. 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 Eddie's not here to correct yeah. us anymore. Huajilla? <laughs> <laughs> he left, so now it's all whites. Huajilla. Huajilla. That bottle is ridiculous. <laughs> um, those did not have any kind of spice to them. It was all pretty straightforward, just different levels of uh, alcohol I, and warmth. This one does, and it's very apparent, and it's it. they don't they don't hide it. So you, what I'm going to do... Dip your tea bag in no, there? No. Uh, th- 
he said these didn't have this one. The other ones didn't have the spice He's that this one does. So what bag. I'm gonna no, the Chaucer came with two tea bags tea of bag. their spice. So I'm gonna open up the package and I'm gonna smell it and see if we get the same similar characteristics. Because if that's the case, then the Chaucer would have the possibility of the spice as well. Okay, while he's smelling that, I have to point out something. We're all wearing beer stuff. Like, sample, you're wearing your Iron Mask shirt. Yes. Travis, you're wearing your Firewheel shirt and your revolver hat. Yes. And I'm wearing my community hat. Yes. I think that's awesome. Yeah, beer. Yeah, beer. Anyway. I wear beer stuff when I come to a beer podcast. Me too. Smell Eddie's tea bag. <laughs> that sounds bad. Oh no! Uh, oh, oh god. god! Wow! What in the? Oh my! <laughs> Pretty sure that's a drop too. <laughs> yeah, it is, but I can't help it. This, this one smells like. <laughs> didn't do it. I didn't do it. <laughs> this, this one smells like mulling spices, like uh. <sighs> How do you know what mulling spices smell like? Because I've made a mold a mold cider before, or I the, the lady I have been with at some that's point like straight up cider. cinnamon to me. No, there's there's a lot of clove in there. Sorry, there's smell a lot of tea bag. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of clove in there. Big time. I get clove too. I just get cinnamon. But I also get the cinnamon too. Cinnamon. The cinnamon. Cinnamon. Do you get cinnamon? Cinnamon. Or cinnamon. Cinnamon. That's clove. <laughs> I get clove and cinnamon <coughs> in the tea bag. Just so you know, Sawyer's got the squinty eyes going on too. <laughs> yeah, but okay, you know what this reminds me of? It reminds me like agave if, nectar. No. Shh. <laughs> Hold on. Look for it on our website, uh, brewstyles.com. Travis will have a picture up of what yeah, Sawyer yeah. looks like. We have a gallery of these tea bag. Actually, we've done a lot of updates on our website. You should check it out. We'll tweet it out. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, no. Okay, so this reminds me like when you walk into like Bed Bath & Beyond or or a Yankee Candle. You're sniffing candles. You walked into a candle? Ow. Yeah, it's kind of painful. But this smells just like that. <laughs> Like especially don't, around this time of year, wick. just around this time of the year, it smells exactly like this tea bag. It smells like Christmas. It smells like this tea bag. <laughs> Eddie's tea bag. Yes, Eddie's it smells tea like bag. Christmas it smells like. <laughs> but he's Mexican. <laughs> Feliz Navidad. <sighs> tea bag. <laughs> so, oh, right. to answer the question, beer. Do I get two points? No. Do you get the same spices out of Mm-mm. the tea bag that you oh, do no. get out no. of this? Mm-mm. Not at all. So had had you brewed the Chaucer, quote unquote, brewed it with the tea bag and the, you know putting it over the stove like they say to on the label to make the hot mead, how different do you think those spices would be from these spices? It's still would Immensely you call it a spiced different. mead though? Yes, but it's immensely different. Um, I mean, oh. I, I did mention that I've had a mold cider before, which was, it was so different from anything else we've had. And if you if you have a, a cider, which we, I mean, we wouldn't talk about that, but you 
you heat it with all these different spices and things, then it's it changes. It's like the uh, it's kind of like having eggnog at at Christmas or whatever. A mold cider or a mold mead is you'll get your chance. Put your hand down. Put your hand down, Sawyer. Oh, yeah. okay. it's, it's distracting. I'm just waiting my turn. Yeah, as a wait your turn. As a holiday drink, a a spiced mead could easily be one of those things. So I think that's why that they provide those spices with that. Because, you know, I think it would be fantastic. Yeah. A okay. hot spiced mead. You know what this reminds me of? Though? This reminds me of... Don't pump- say paradise seeds. No, I wasn't going to say paradise seeds. <laughs> paradise seeds no. I just said... Don't, no, Chris just said don't... No, what I was going to say is it reminds me of pumpkin beer and the spices that we use in pumpkin beer. No. Okay, go ahead. Because you raised your hand. Go ahead and finish. Thank you. Anyways, like I said, by the Thank you very much. What? Bless you. I'm going to turn off the soundboard. No, no. No, no. Sawyer, finish your thought yeah. if you can remember it. <laughs> yes, I can remember it. Thank you. Finish you. it. Okay, I'm not that drunk. Anyways. Really? <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay, look. It reminds me of pumpkin beer and the spices that we use in pumpkin beer. Now, I'm not saying that it smells the same. It doesn't. But, you know, it's just like back to what you were saying about pumpkin beer. <clears throat> Why not just have a pumpkin beer and not an allspice beer? You know what I mean? How does that relate? Why not just have a mead? We had that. No, what if you had a spiced mead? That's what this is. Like mead versus spiced. How much difference could that be? That's what I'm saying. If you had the Chaucer with the tea bag that came with it, I'm sure it would... Are you going to be... We did not check the explicit box. He's pissed. It's two against one here. It's awesome. <laughs> the sober one against the two drunkards in the corner. Yes. Yeah. So, had you had the Chaucer mead with the spiced tea bag to right. go along with it? Yes. Are you saying it would be the same as the pumpkin? No, I, no, no, no. You're misunderstanding me. I, I'm. These are completely different flavors. I, I right, know. but I'm talking about the spice level. Yes, I, but equate it could that be. to the one that we're drinking right now because Travis is saying this one's heavily spiced compared to the others. Right, but we haven't have a we haven't had a spiced mead yet, like truly spiced. I think this could fit into that category. You think so? I think it could fit yeah. in. It's not labeled I, as a spiced mead. It's labeled as a semi sweet compared to the first two we well, had, so, well, which did different. not have any spice. That's completely different. When you're talking about sweet from spiced. See, this is why I was thinking that we should have done several different mead episodes. No, you don't have to. Because there is a spiced mead category. Well, so okay. if we were to have a spiced mead to where, according to what we're tasting right now, in relationship to the others we've had, right. this is a spiced mead. Okay, I get but that. But if we were to compare this to an actual spiced mead... It wouldn't be the same. I, I don't know. Do you? May, well, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Okay, so same, same thing with we the pumpkin can't. beer because when when we you were like, why can't we just have a pumpkin beer? Like, I want to know what that tastes like. Just pumpkin meat. That's it in the right. mash. Old school pumpkin, right? But see, all pumpkin beers usually are just allspice and pumpkin or not pumpkin, and it still tastes like pumpkin. So how do we know? More like pumpkin pie. 
Well, you know what yeah. I mean. Well, I know. Yeah. yeah. So the same argument can be made here with the mead to an extent, obviously. But you get what I'm saying? No. I, yeah. Okay. I do. That That's the point I was trying to make. But we're calling this a spiced mead. I, I disagree, well, but okay. Because comparatively, comparatively, yes. we're calling this a spiced mead, but we haven't had a spiced mead to compare it to. Yeah. And the reason we didn't have different segments of meat episodes because I mean we really can't get many of them in our area. Right. There's a lot of total wine. Yeah. There's I, a lot of different meats. Well, there was a bottom shelf of one section. There were three shelves. That no, 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 no. Yes. No, Compared to like rows there, and rows of I was of there beers. today too. There were three different shelves. I think I've, of I of meat. I think out of all the meats that were there, I saw six different ones. No, there were a lot more. Uh there were dry meads, there were sweet meads, there were fruit meads, there were uh, there were a lot because I had trouble deciding which one I, I saw the well, one with the big too. Texas shape on the front. I almost and bought that's that. The that one was that the I got. last apple. I know, I saw that one. That the was last a twenty apple. Yes, what? apple. Apple. What? Yes. Hot. Regardless, if we decide to do another meat episode, <laughs> but, then we'll do more specifics. But this was just kind of a, a like an I experiment. Said, I, no, I completely the toe in mead I, 101. Like when I was in college, I first yeah. started experimenting out yeah, with we're, meads. We were experimenting out with meads. So, well, yes, and I completely agree with that. And I think there's a whole entire world of mead. Oh, no. Look, as far as I'm concerned, I don't agree that this I is spice. But that's just me. That's I'm just me. There's a whole world of mead out there. No. Thank you, Travis. <laughs> There's a whole world of meat out there that I mm-hmm. really would like to explore of some course. more. Yeah, absolutely. Because I really like the style from what I've been able to determine so far. I mean, I've had a few meads in the past, but I haven't really sat down and like dissected them. Am I distracting you? Nope. <laughs> now, the meads that we had a blue bonnet last year, those were very different. Yeah, they were. They really were. No, really. No, they they were. I mean, they were more sweet, in my opinion. Actually, I think they were more hot. Really? Yeah. Well, okay, they were hot, but I still think they were more sweet too. I would like to try a mead to brew a mead. Yeah. And I would also like to drink some more homebrew meads. My to arms see getting how. tired. Does anybody have anything else to say about mead? No. What are you wanting? The paper. He wants the Das Papier. Okay. German. Does anybody have anything else they want to say about meads? No. I could talk about the uh, homebrew recipe. That would be good to know. Is this your homebrew mead recipe? Yes. Well, I tried to do a mead uh, brew of my own. This was several years ago. And uh, at the time, I was... Well, I wouldn't say dating, but I was spending time with a with a girl. She was a hippie, right? Yeah. Was her name Shannon? No. no. This is <laughs> nobody knows about her. Oh, okay. The, I do. I do. The, <laughs> put out the first time I experienced a Shannon. I've never experienced a Shannon. <laughs> Are oh, you sure? Not the first yes. time. Okay. Yeah, this is a just kind of. Just kind of spending time hanging out with somebody, and they and this person actually had a bee farm. Also, they moved on past the A farm, <laughs> and they had a bee farm. Not quite to the C farm. Well, yeah, what about the C farm? No, they or D farm. That, that's a whole new level. E. That's a whole nother. F. Right there. 
F. And so, and, and she found out that I homebrewed beer, and she's like, oh, I'd love to do something with honey. It's like, oh, well, what about a mead? It's like, well, okay, well, that's great. I've never heard of it. Let's let's talk about it. So uh, I I found a recipe in, this is the the book that Charlie Papazian, he wrote, and it was uh, the Homebrewer's Companion, or the, the complete... No, the first one was the complete joy of homebrewing. Right. The second one he did was the homebrewer's companion. So I think this one was was out of the first one. Is that like Prairie Home Companion? My lips are sweet. Uh, What? Little women on the prairie. What? (laughs) Huh? And he actually included a mead recipe in his book. So I was like, okay, well, let's do it. And we had to do this twice because the first time... I uh, I did not quite remember the properties of hot water and cold water and glass. <laughs> and so basically... If I remember correctly, a carboy exploded. Yeah. What? We, we, <laughs> no. we brewed a mead and boiled it, and then I basically shocked the glass on my carboy. But how was that with different? With hot to cold, and then... How was that different than regular brewing... Uh, it was a different process. Oh. So you don't put... Okay, because at the end of your homebrew boil, you do an immersion chiller and cool. Yes. You didn't do that with the mead. No. with with I mean, with the mead, you... Well... You put a hot mead in a cold carboy. You made a mead? Yeah. Wow. Yes. Welcome to 10 minutes ago. <laughs> I'm kidding, really. So to make a five-gallon batch of Drunk. mead, you no. need 15 pounds of light honey... So we're talking about pounds, not gallons. 15 pounds of light honey, um, a tablespoon of gypsum, four teaspoons of acid blend, which these are all things that would go into uh, brewing a wine. Yeah. Uh-huh. Just to uh, to control the, the pH level and whatnot. You need a, a quarter ounce of yeast extract and nutrient, a quarter teaspoon of Irish moss for clarity, and one ounce of dry champagne yeast or pres de mousse wine yeast. <laughs> Rehydrated in pre-boiled 105 degree Fahrenheit water for 10 minutes for pitching. Wow. I didn't do that before. But basically, you're going to take this uh, this 15 pounds of honey, mix it in with an equal amount of, of water. So like two, two gallons maybe. And then boil it. You're going to boil it for 15 minutes. Not much. And then you want to chill it quickly. The problem I did is I took that boiling honey mixture, put it in the carboy, and I was like, oh, well, let's just uh, let's put it in an ice bath. So I had a <laughs> oh my boiling, boiling hot liquid inside of a glass container that I put into a ice bath. So it was just a... Explosion. Yeah, it was, it was a, bad, a bad time. Why did you not life. chill it like you would a beer? Uh, because it's not beer. Well, we tried it the first time, or I guess that time I I stuck my. Uh, this is gonna sound bad. <laughs> <laughs> I stuck my auto siphon into the mixture <laughs> as it was boiling, and then it melted. And then I didn't know what to do, so he like poured it straight in there. Well, yeah, you stuck your auto siphon, which is plastic, into a <laughs> boiling honey. 
You wouldn't do that to a beer. I'm asking, after the boil, why would you not cool it like you would a wort? I was really nervous at the time. But you had brewed so many beers beforehand. Yeah. Why would your process have changed? That sounds expensive. She was cute. So essentially, had you have followed the same process that you had in the past with cooling your boil before you transferred into your fermenting vessel, whether it was a bucket or a carboy, you would have had a different result. Wait. See, the thing was, I should have brought a a larger vessel for cooling. So uh, what we had was a pot that you had on the stove. We did a a stovetop boil for 15 minutes, and then put that into another vessel and mixed water, which I should have had another steel or aluminum pot on the floor, put that in there, then mix it with water, then cool it. That's not what I did the first time. I put the the hot boiling liquid into a carboy. Oh, let's toss in the other water in there, mix it in, and then cool it. And that was my problem. This is a, this is a learning process. But had you done a normal boil like you did with a beer, big ten gallon aluminum pot, whatever, put your honey and water in there, heated it up, mixed it. Done yeah. your boil there, dropped in your immersion chiller, cooled it down, then transferred it into a carboy. No I mean, problem, yeah, right? Yeah, I'm sure it would have been all fine. It, okay, so, but what, what I'm I saying was, is... I followed the instructions in the book, which for, was very different from what we do in our... Okay, but for our, our listeners, process. if you were to be brewing a mead like you would be brewing a beer... You could do the same do process. Do the same process. Beer. Yes. And mm. you shouldn't have a risk of an exploding carboy. Yeah. Okay, that's that's all I'm trying to get at right now. Yeah, yeah. But so, had you done the same process, knowing what you would have known from doing beer instead of following whatever instructions you were reading off of, it probably would have been okay. I think that was my big concern because it was you know it was all of her honey that she had that she cultivated or whatever, and so I didn't want to like waste her time. And it was your honey's honey. Yeah, no, it was kind of. <laughs> you didn't want to waste your honey's honey. So you know. <laughs> So basically, yeah. me had never even thought about or attempting to brew a mead before. If I use follow the same processes of that, a, I would be for homebrewing beer. Substitute okay. honey for malted barley. But okay. there's no mash for that. You basically get your honey, you boil it, mix it with your water, cool it, ferment it. Uh, consider an extract brew. Right. Same thing. Instead of pouring in uh, malted extract, you're pouring in 15 pounds of honey. But you don't have any specialty grains or, or hops. Unless you want it. Okay. Yeah. So it's a pretty... So it's, it's, it's probably more similar to a cider oh, totally. than a beer. Yeah. And then, because with your cider, you basically get your, your apple juice or whatever uh-huh. base you're using. You boil it to pasteurize it. Then you dump in your yeast and you're good to go. Yep. Okay. So, and, and then you're going to ferment it at uh, at ale temperatures. You don't want to get too cold. Uh, hotter the better, honestly. From what I can understand about mead, though, is that it takes a long, long time for it to clear out. There's a lot of um, very long aging process, uh, appearance things that are going to 
they're gonna show up in this. So yes, You're thinking like a year or more for a mead. If you do a mead, don't expect to drink it next week. I'll have one next week. No, you won't. <laughs> You'll have honey water. Oh man, <laughs> I like it next week. A, a mead is something you need to have patience with because, yeah. uh-huh. especially the higher the alcohol, you want those things to mellow out and to to even out just with with time, and that's what happens with time. So do that, not brew a mead expecting to drink it very quickly. Is that something that would you ferment it in primary for a few weeks like you would an ale, then transferase to or transfer to secondary and then let it age? You leave it in primary until it's clear. Once so, it's clear, then you transfer to secondary or bottle it. So you're talking you about leaving it. something in a primary for a long time. Yeah. Okay, so you need a separate primary vessel for that. No, you just ferment it and then. Well, I'm just saying if once you, it if clears you, out for people like me who have one primary vessel, mead. If yes, people for like people mead. like mead, mead who have one primary. If I'm uh. gonna brew a mead, then I'm gonna leave it in that primary for a long time until it clears, then transfer to secondary for aging. Yeah, you got to step up a game. Yeah, because it, it, it doesn't clear as quickly as an ale will. If you cold crash it in primary, a week later you got a clear beer. If you yeah, siphon no, no. correctly, you need to let it sit until it clears naturally, right. okay. and then move to secondary. So uh, okay, so it's going to take a long time. Yep. Uh, something with with like a mead or a cider or a wine. Take your time because it's uh, it's worth it. Well, I'm definitely going to try it some point because cool. i've really enjoyed these meads and the braggots that i've had in our homebrew club meetings mm-hmm. right i right. really enjoyed those braggots yeah, so death, it's yeah. something i want to try dr death yep. yeah eddie what'd you think i'm gonna send a picture of you guys in my poop whenever i poop later oh dude what's, all right you know well, like the third time you said that tonight <laughs> yeah he's obsessed with that saying all right well oh well, hey yeah. i really enjoyed this episode yeah, i hope you guys have enjoyed this as well fun, yeah what? I know Sawyer has because he's drunk as I'm hell. I'm not drunk as hell. Yes, I'm you are. You're over there in the corner like slurring. I'm Helen DeVille writing. You're talking over <laughs> me. I said it's been real great. Well, for those of you in podcast land, thank you for joining us for our latest episode of Brew Styles where our topic of discussion was the mead. Join us next week as we pour some English porter style 13C. We promise it won't be poor. Sure. Cheers until then.